0: 25. The Seahawks, 24. It's win number five on the year. Nick Foles, Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes, the Bears D, Demir Bird with one of the greatest (laughs) catches in Bears history. Matt Nagy going for two, putting it all on the line. There is no tomorrow. Give him an extension, Ob. Oh my God! We well, hold on, one second. We got, we got to sing it. This is this, this is a moment in time. Here we go. Let's sing. Bear down, baby. Go, go ahead, Ob.
1: You, well, I, well, I, I just want to tell you, congratulations to the <laughs> Bears and to the players. I'll tell you what. You know, <clears throat> when it comes to this situation. A lot of guys, folks, believe me, they lay down, they, the 100% truly isn't there. But I'll tell you what I saw. I, I don't think I saw one of them really give up today. And, and Mark asked me at the beginning of our pregame show what I thought of Nick Foles starting. And I said, well, obviously Fields went out with an ankle, so he's out. Uh, Dalton, he goes out with a groin injury. So who do we have? We have Foles. He's six feet six. He's played in this league. He's won a lot of games. He's won a Super Bowl and he was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Need you say any more? That's he's got to be the best supposedly quote unquote third string quarterback in the National Football League. But I'll tell you what, Nick Foles with his play today being cool, calm and collective and hitting the receivers and Montgomery running and the defense coming up to play hard Damn it, congratulations to the Chicago Bear players. My God, what an effort they put in today. And hopefully, and also, what you saw in the games today. We've got two more games left. So far in 15 games, that's the best quarterback play by 100 miles, period. From Dalton and from Fields. Foles stepped up to the plate and played like he, could, like he has played and he can play. So, again, congratulations to Nick Foles. He did one hell of a job. Congratulations, Bears.
2: Amen. And you know what? Well said, Mr. Obradovich. I I will tell you this. The old saying, yes, Virginia, there is a Christmas. This was was a, a day late for most people. But what a great gift for the Chicago Bears. And you know what? Congratulations to Mr. Foles you know we've, we've always liked him obviously he was the, the odd yeah. man out all year long and you got to say congratulations to nagy nagy out coached pete carroll and pete carroll's won a super bowl so in a kind of a blaze of glory as he goes out the door matt nagy has something he can hang his hat on as far as wherever he's going to be uh you know working in the future all that being said our defense, our defense for the last two weeks have played the best they have played in a year and a half, maybe two years. And I'm telling you, they are doing it. I don't know if it's mirrors, but my goodness, they are getting contributions from guys you never even would have thought of in September or October.
1: Well, those kids are playing for their lives, Dan. Yeah, they are. And you know, you what? know what? The backups, and guess what? They're making that Bravo. happen. Bravo. They're- they're making it happen, but yep. what, what really made it happen today? You can give it to to the defense. You can give it to what, whoever, and wherever, and whatever you want. I'm telling you, that was the best quarterback play I've seen. I, I couldn't even tell you how long. And for damn sure, this year, Nick Foles six six. What again? Won a lot of games. MVP. Won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. I'll tell you what quality player, and the kid has been cool, calm, and collective all year, being the backup, backup, and guess what? He comes up, we go up to Seattle, tough place to win, and guess what? We finally get our fifth victory and I, we can say it all it is. If we don't have Nick Foles out there today, we don't win this game.
2: But, you know, on the same hand, you can say, okay, there were so many things, you know, moving targets this year. Okay, you got Justin Fields. You got to try to get him in. And Nagy's trying to save his job. Yeah, Justin to, Fields
1: uh, and, and Dalton have not played as well. Oh, as no. Nick no. Foles played today. Not even close. Okay, but my point is... The big picture is
2: you You try to win games. You try to win. Now, is this going to be a giant step back? Because after the way he played today, who are you going to start next week against the miserable New York Giants? Who are you going to start against the Vikings in the closer? I, I'm just saying. I mean, I hate to say it, but the old maxim, where's this been all year? You know, it's week 16, and finally, we get great play at the quarterback position, and it lifts all parts of the team, positions on the offense. Everyone played a great football game today.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, the kid has been a proven quality. I'm talking about Nick Foles. Year after year, previous years, he's been a proven quality. The guy can win. And when Mark asked that question when we started the pregame show, again, you know, so Fields is out, and so Dalton's out. Big deal. We've got a hell of a quarterback coming in here, and let's see what he can do. And guess what, folks? For four quarters, he stood in there and he made things happen. He was the spine. He was the he was the the leader of our victory today. Make no mistake about that.
0: Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. In the pregame show today, I had Ob and Hamp do the lesson of announcing that. Nick Foles is going to be the quarterback for the Bears today because when Matt Nagy did it this week it was a four-minute soliloquy and we learned all about Andy Dalton's family which I thought was fascinating.
2: Uh, he talked about his parking spot and everything else. He never he said, oh yeah, and Foles will start. I, I, that, I mean, it was such a, a just a, 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 a dis, sign of disrespect. My, my goodness.
0: I, I really do wonder and it's out there. Ian Rapport has talked about it and it's been talked about ad nauseum. When are they going to get rid of uh, Matt Nagy? Was that his final Foray today was his final real decision, going for two on
1: his way out of town. Are they you going mean based on the new rules of looking for a head coach? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's. But
2: think about five minutes earlier on fourth and you know what was it one from his own forty four or five? I can't remember where where was it was and, and we didn't get it, and we turned the ball over on downs. And that's you know I'm thinking to myself that's that's Nagy's you know going out the door in a blaze of infamy and. Nick Foles takes him and rescues him from the cliff and brings him back and gives him a chance to go out
1: with this win. Thoroughly impressed with Nick Foles, believe me. Boy, the way he handled it, that play today for four quarters, under pressure, playing up in a tough place again to win. What a job he did. All right, quick timeout. Kaz will be with us at seven.
0: Your calls are welcome. three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. If anything comes out of the Bear's locker room as far as Nagy's concerned, obviously we'll have it. Uh, but hey, Let's have a celebration here! Bears twenty-five, Seahawks we twenty-four. Baby, everything's been positive. What we're uh, saying I, here, know, I was at, I know you were, Ob. I'm good. You know, I want to. I love to hear if the people are sitting home a like, day after Christmas, just uh, having a little vino here, thinking whatever. Uh, hey, Bears win! Bears win! I mean, we were we were sitting there stunned. It was like, can, can we believe this just happened? I you think know, everybody was stunned. In the I think I think all Chicago slash Illinois slash Bears fans like fell off their chair at the end of the football game. If
2: you would have came from Mars and watched the Bears defense the last two weeks you would have thought they're a top-five defense. Right? I mean, against Minnesota on Monday night and then – you know what, five, six days later, boom. They go out and they play their butts off.
0: They get the holding penalty that knocks Seattle back to the 41. I'm sitting there uh, still praying on the under. That doesn't happen. But then I I, I was almost kidding when I said to be all right, O.B., because you were talking about you, Foles the whole game. I'm like, all yeah. right, O.B., here's his chance to go do it. I didn't think he was going to do it. He went down and did it. Good, good well, for him. And
2: went for two and made right. the throw to Bird in the back of the end zone. I'm telling you, this – it completely changes a lot of the perspective on this football. Well, team.
1: you know, don't forget, guys, too, you know, you got to look at the records and where everybody is. Okay? Seattle Seahawks have won five games so far. Yeah, so hopefully... okay? that's the dose of reality. I'll tell you
2: what, the bookies took it in the shorts today.
0: We're, we're,
1: we're tied with
0: Seattle, baby. Five wins for the Bears. Five wins for the Seahawks.
1: So let's not go crazy here.
0: Tied for, tied <laughs> for five. All right, quick timeout. With your calls coming back, 720 WGN. Spurs.
1: And this time
3: is caught by, guess who? Jimmy Graham, the former Seahawk, with the touchdown grab with just a minute to play.
0: He wasn't in the game when they were down to the goal line. Back in the first quarter, but there he was when they needed him, I guess, in the fourth. Jimmy Graham biting the hand that once fed him, Dan Hampton. Bears, 25, Seahawks, 24.
2: And and, and, you know what OB said as soon as he threw it, he said, what a perfect pass. I mean, it was absolutely perfect where he could out-jump the little DBs. I mean, that's, that's why he was here.
1: Nick Foles put it right on the money.
0: Wow. So it does just underline the ridiculousness that is Ryan Pace. You had Nick Foles who is Andy Dalton, and if you want to argue that he's a better version of Andy Dalton, no problem, I'm not arguing that at all. You had him. You really had to go out after trying to trade, by the way, for Russell Wilson, and reportedly, Brad Biggs with the piece today, they offered three first-round draft picks, doing everything they could to get a middle 30s quarterback in Russell Wilson, who's clearly trending the wrong way, and then after after a miracle, in my mind, that they said no, you, you had to run out and get Andy Dalton. When you have Foles is under contract for next year, you there was a million quarterbacks that were still out there. You could have traded for Gardner Minshew. You could have
1: gotten Sam Darnold. But they just had to have Andy Dalton and pay $10 million for him. It made 0. 0.0 cents. You know what? What if you When you think about this season up until now with two games to go, okay? And we're talking Justin Fields. Justin Fields. He's the franchise franchise quarterback. Well, folks coming into this game this coming week against the Giants here at home, our last home game, he is two wins, and eight losses, okay? In our passing game, he ranks near the bottom, if not dead last in almost every category. So if we want to talk and guesstimate and think around and toss things around a little bit, when Andy Dalton got hurt, and this kid's playing half hurt with his ankle or whatever, why didn't they play Nick Foles? Why didn't they take a look at Nick Foles basically halfway three-quarters of the way through the season. Why didn't they take a look at him? Our supposedly future quarterback, again, two wins and eight losses so far this year. Basically dead last. Why didn't we? Why not? We're losing. We're getting kicked out of our fanny every week. Why not make the change? Why not shake it up? Why not put Nick Foles in there? Why? Because he's done it before. He's won before. He's won a Super Bowl, and he was the MVP of the Super Bowl. So when you're getting your butt side and you're on the short side, when the game is over with, every time, points-wise, why not make a change? You saw what happened today. My God, the kid played terrific. It was the best, again, the best quarterback by a ton. Of any quarterback we've had so far this year.
0: Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. I wanted to see Fields. I think most people did. However, you could very along OB's line of just what's your best option of winning that day. Along... Isn't
1: that what this game is about? Winning the
0: damn football game. And there's only seventeen of them. Well, there, there's that, and there's hey man. Chances are you're going to have a whole new coaching staff here, so maybe it was actually in Justin Fields' best interest to not play this year. And let a veteran do it uh, while while he's learning. That might have been a better play. I've for got
2: him. a number of answers, I yes. think. But let's get to the calls.
0: All right, let's go with Todd in Plainfield. Welcome to WGN, Todd. Go ahead.
4: Hey guys, hey Dan, Ob, Mark. First of all, Merry Christmas to you guys. Hope you had a great Christmas with your families. Um, right you back at you. Miracle right now. The Bears went in the snow, fair weather, and I mean it was just such a great win to see because we had to travel. I mean it can't. As Dan and OB, I mean, being former players, traveling on Christmas with your family in the morning, going all the way to the other side of the country. I mean, it was a great game for the Bears. Great wins. Amir Bird, Nick Foles were incredible. Um, All the players with the resilience and dedication to play with such art for this coaching staff is pretty incredible too. But I just want to make the point that I don't want to overlook the bad that I saw. Like, I mean, the first drive of the game we couldn't get the punt team on the punt return team onto the field so we had to burn a timeout if we have the ball in the in the last second of the first half that's a timeout we could have used and then finally it's the fourth fourth down in the fourth quarter is like midway through the fourth quarter we we did have our best player david montgomery on the field when it was like fourth and ten and it was just really confusing as a fan but all the overall it was a great game thank you guys for taking my call hope you had a really merry christmas and thanks for being the best show on the radio
0: thanks todd appreciate you brother thank you, thank you todd merry merry happy holidays
2: well any Todd, you bring up a, a lot of reasons why we're going to get a new coaching stuff all those mistakes all those situational problems that we faced today on one hand yeah, you know a, a competent coaching staff would have not have had those kind of uh, problems. All that being said, you got to shake your head and say somehow some way they overcame them. They overcame it and a lot of it and you know
1: what it was due to nick Foles. yeah well, well i have an answer for that the reason why we won this damn football game was the play for four quarters of nick Foles. and you're exactly right but there was a lot of help from a lot of young players that aren't it they exciting. paid to do
0: that of course of course well i i just want to throw a little bit of a, a bat naggy question at you all right let's just say for argument's sake just for a second Arguments like this, that this was Nagy's first year. All right. And they're five and 10, whatever they're going to finish, seven and 10, whatever it's going to be, five and 12. Who let's say they split, so they're six and whatever. Then the next two years, they do what they did. They go eight and eight, they miss the playoffs, they go eight and eight, they make the playoffs. And then his last year. Is is actually his first year, twelve and four in the playoffs. Supposed to beat the Eagles and they lose, and he's sitting there. His record right now, by the way, is thirty three and thirty two. How do you think people would look at him if you flipped year four with year one, right? Because he well, set expectations up here, and then they just went down,
1: down, 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 down. Well, there's a lot of things you got to look at. Okay, injuries, etc. You also toughness of schedule. When we went twelve and four and got and lost in the playoffs, okay. 30-second easiest schedule. There's only 32 teams in the league. Okay? And don't tell me that that doesn't play into it. That was huge.
0: I'm not saying that it didn't. I'm just talking about how the perception would be. Of course
1: it'd be
2: completely different. I'm giving you my my
1: perception. I mean,
2: that's that's a (laughs) stupid question. Of course, it's just the opposite. And the opposite is reality. And we deal in reality here at WGN.
3: (laughs)
0: Well said. Well said I, I like to live in non-reality every now and then okay you're fired I, uh, six six thirty we'll get checked in. you'll see
2: mary if, eight if, o'clock tomorrow we're gonna get you callers yeah, hold I, on I, I,
0: I, if if year four was year one, everybody was to be saying, "Give this guy an extension." I'm not saying they should, but that's just how the talk would Same be. Same
2: thing with Foles as Thomas Graham. Where's he been all year?
0: Six six thirty. How smart are they? We're here till late. It's Mark, party. You're going down. Bear, I, I, I I'm aware, Ob. Yeah. I'm, I'm well aware. I've seen I've seen I've seen the writing on the wall. Field the rookie
3: at Virginia Tech. He gets the handoff. He's got a first down run. Clear path. Touchdown Bears. Herbert second. Career.
0: Yeah, Khalil Herbert scooting in the end zone. OB, you loved that moment in time. You were happy that uh, the Bears had not run the Wildcat and they had actually used a running back as a running back and not Darnell Mooney back there, I believe, was your reaction in uh, in real
1: time. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But guess what? Who You know what? Oh, my God. Don't get me started on it, will you? Well, that was a, that was a nice moment. Well, the-, the
2: first time we got in the red zone, we did go with the Wildcat. It blew up on us. Hey, you know, maybe they won the game despite Matt Nagy.
0: Let's get to the callers. 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Be quick out there. we got a lot of people, so make your best point. Taxi driver Bob, what's up, brother? Go
5: ahead, man.
3: Hey, Merry Christmas, boys. Merry Christmas. Uh, big Big St.
5: Nick gave us a, a nice Christmas present he this did. year. He did. Um, but, you know, going back to this whole thing, um, Pace really, he, uh, he, he definitely etched his uh, position on that uh, bus ticket on the Greyhound bus out of town, um, I, I when when they picked up Dalton, I was thinking to myself, okay, well, what distinguishes Dalton better than Foles? And I didn't see anything. Either it was either Foles and Dalton were the same, or Dalton was a little bit worse. And they spent all this money on him. yep. yep. I, I don't, I don't get it with these, with with these, with with pace. You're- he doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. And he's got to go out out of Chicago along with Nagy. Thanks we we, we got to be done with this guy. He just does not make the right decisions.
1: We got you, taxi driver. Appreciate you. I tell you what, Bob. That was a hell of a call. We're going
0: to see. Uh, correct. We're going to see Mike Glennon next week. Not necessarily on the field, but he's, he'll be standing on the sidelines. He was playing
2: today. Yeah. <laughs> he was out there. It, was, it wasn't pretty. You no, know, I'm telling you, it's just it's horrific. But if, so, okay, t- think about Glennon. He signs Glennon to twenty million dollar contract and then drafts Trubisky. And, and essentially played Trubisky because Glennon's so bad.
1: $18.5 was guaranteed for Glennon. And, but, a-
2: and then, okay, so why did we not see Foles until all other options were exhausted? Okay? Again, he moved up to get fields, and then he, he went out in desperation thinking... You know, he signed Dalton before they moved up to get right. Justin Fields. Right. So now you got a ten million dollar journeyman quarterback that was horrible. He was, uh, I think, he was ranked twenty seventh in the league in Dallas last year. And what are you going to do with him? Can't eat him. You got to, you got to play him. And know? we
1: had folds here already
2: intact. Ex- in exactly. And then word comes down from a pie that you know we don't need to see any more of Dalton. So again. All of these idiotic plans were made by one person. Who is that person, O.B.? Huh.
1: Pace.
0: His initials are Ryan Pace. Uh, let's get to Mike Rockford
3: on WGN. What's up, Mike? Hello, boys. Uh, listen, another guy stole my thunder. He's exactly what I was just going to say was, why Why are we having this guy on the bench and we, we have to go sign Dalton? You know, pace, you guys, between the amount of draft picks you know, people, the bodies out there that we've lost. Teams like the Packers, the Steelers, the Patriots, they build their rosters from the bottom up. Exactly. He gives away players when when everybody is important, every piece of, of the puzzle to the, the team, the players, the the capital, draft capital, guys. You know, and it's like I said, I, I don't I don't understand it. But listen, if 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 Maggie's on his way out, isn't it the most important thing that Pace has got to go to and Phillips? I mean, Phillips, you know, he probably won't go. But, my God, if they don't get rid of Pace along with Maggie, what good is you going to – are we going to trust Pace to hire another – I mean, come on. Mike, Mike,
0: you're, 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 but I appreciate you, brother. You're, He's you're,
2: frustrated you're, like all of us. But yeah. think about this. The, the draft where we had to give up a one and a two and some other stuff to get Trubisky – was a non-factor today. Those number ones, poof, they they weren't even a part of today. What about the other number one that we gave up next year to get Justin Fields? He didn't play today. So two number one picks, they were not a part of today's effort. And think about the two number ones we gave up to get Khalil Mack, and he's been out essentially the entire
1: season. This is what Mike is saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. All those number ones, all that capital, that most other teams, that's a third of your roster. Eight six of you know twenty one uh, guys. I mean that's almost a third,
1: folks. Th- there's no question how you build a football team. It has been, is now, and forever will be. You build it through the draft. Look at Bill Belichick at New England. That's how you win in the National Football League. Do you enhance your team by free agents? Let me tell you something. I've seen enough free agents that are supposedly superstars that you had to give up a ton to get, and they come in and they fall flat on their face. Pace does not get it. Nagy does not get it. Why do I say that? Just take a look at this team. Take a look at our record. Take a look at our passing game. Take a look at our third down conversion. It goes on and on, game after game after game. And you're going to come back next year with the draft and trust Pace to draft for the Chicago Bears and have Nagy as your head coach with the other 25 geniuses that are on his staff you're looking at a catastrophe.
0: Yeah, they're, listen, they're not bringing Matt Nagy back and, and Pace maybe with the organization. Maybe not. I'm with you, OB. You should get don't
1: of- know that. this They make yep. some goofy decisions around here. I,
0: I'd bet... I bet heavy on it, but here I like to put a moratorium on both pace and Nagy. The, the, the name that I would love to hear on the show, the rest of this show and the two weeks left in the season. His name is George. You're the guy who was in charge of the operation. Bingo. You, George McCaskey, this is on you. You've looked around in the past. You fired Ernie Acosi. You've been in football your entire life. It's your organization. There you can't. Enough with putting it over here and over there. It is on you. Go out and and find somebody who can actually run your football team. Mark, period.
1: You absolutely nailed it. So,
0: like, bingo, right? I mean, George is the name. It's on you, dude. Enough with Ted Phillips too. George McCaskey, right? You're the guy. What are you going to do? You've been here seven zillion times. Will you get it right on this one? You're you're obviously getting another swing at it because. Your name is George McCaskey. All right, Rick, welcome to WGN. Go ahead.
3: Rick. Hey, guys. How you doing? doing Good. All right, bye, Rick. Good. I'm going to go from end to end here. Uh, we got
5: people that are playing that you can't assess their talent. People making catches, doing plays, and they wouldn't be out there unless somebody was hurt or had COVID. That's the first point. And then the next point is I'm sitting on my couch just wanting to relax and listen to a good game, and I got a to lead announcing. I mean, really? <laughs> That's how
3: far we've dropped?
0: Hey, he's a, he's a developing broadcaster, Rick. You're get, come on, guys! It's, come on. it's Seahawks and Bears. You were not. You weren't getting Aikman. You you, you weren't getting top of the mountain. We're, we got you got the all development right? and progress, Rick. You, you got to know where you yeah. are in life. All right.
5: I got that. I got that. But okay, so back to the assessment of the talent. Yeah. I mean, you got you got Bird catching the the catch for the two point conversion. He's one handing it like taunting like. Oh, he's the on. guy. come on, Come where on! Come on, Rick! No.
0: Rick. Rick, it was a great catch. Come on, man. Demir, you, you got to give Demir Bird credit there. Am I missing something here? O.B. Hamp, can you help me out here? No,
1: it was one hell of a catch. I mean, it
0: was on. a hell
2: of a catch. It was, and, Rick. And you know what? They could have batted it out, and it could have been called <clears throat> for not having control, you know, the completion of the catch and all that. But but again, what 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 about that shocks you when you see Blackman ha- has uh, another personal foul early in the game? And then again, uh, Tabor... Hits a receiver three yards out of bound for another personal foul. And, you know, you you think that discipline and, you know, team integrity and all those things mean something? Evidently, not to Matt Nagy because we see it on a weekly basis.
1: Where does that come? That comes from the coaches. Of course it does. Rick, I understand. You know what? It's Rick, and it's all, it's the frustration. The last few years of the Bear fans who, again, they're just absolutely the best. They just happen to be the best and and it's it what it is mark it's just their frustration with this whole damn thing i hey
0: i I get it it's been a it's been a long time since uh 1985 it's been a long time since they went to the subo lovey if we want to go back to that era uh when things were better than they are now hey mark you want to talk about the red zone go ahead you're on wgn
5: all right uh and ob you guys are my all-man team and uh I really, I just want to comment about the evaluation of talent. We had guys sitting on a bench that we not even know what they can do, and uh, you look at uh, our red zone. Oh my god, uh, I, I don't know with the red zone. I mean, should we call it uh, incontestant? Like we can't uh, change our diaper. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. I just want to throw a red flag.
1: All right, Mark. I think I think we should probably call the red zone here the way it's been the last few years the no go zone,
0: the afraid to go to the end zone zone. Yeah, and
2: think about Foles. He put it up to Jimmy Graham and he pulls it down. And then he puts it into the end zone for for Bird. I mean, I hate to say it. Why haven't we seen that from Justin Fields? Obviously, they they've got you know Nagy in his ear. You know, preaching check down and caution and all this idiotic, you know, uh, retro type of offense. This, <clears throat> hey, OB said it a million times. It's a passing league. If you don't get with it, you're way behind the game.
0: Quick timeout here, 647. We'll take uh, full phones here. We'll keep rolling through. Hang in there, guys. Guys coming up at 7. The Bears won 25-24. Matt Nagy watches on at 720 WGN. play of the drum. Look at the stats on David Montgomery. They're kind of deceiving. He was 21 carries for 45 yards. That doesn't seem right because it felt like he was all over the field. Now he did have seven catches for 61, fighting all day out there. That's giant.
1: That's huge. Yeah,
2: uh, over 100 yards uh, combined yards from scrimmage. Uh, You know, and Ob and I, you know, the the entire game saying, you know, Foles, Fields. this offense should have been built around the running game of David Montgomery and go with the play action. Is, is he, you know, the best back in football? Maybe not, but he's in the top five.
1: He's damn close.
2: Yeah, and what's wrong with that? And build the damn offense around him. It's crazy.
1: And what Dan means by that is you go into play action, move the pocket, do all the things that we never did this year, last year, and the year before. It's incredible when the talent we have and you don't incorporate it into a total have the ability to work it into a wide open offense with the key being Montgomery because they have to key on them. The first key when that ball is snapped is you got to stop the run, then the pass. So, with my gummy running, my God, you come with the play action. Oh, and this kid catching the ball out of the backfield and the way he can run, and you get the whole team involved, and not one coach could figure this out. Not one. Wasted the whole year. Time now for. Yes, they did.
0: Time now for who brought it today. That's sponsored by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. You want to give it to Foles? You want to give it to Montgomery? You want to flip it to the it, defense? It,
2: it's Nick Foles. Hey, this doesn't happen without you know the contributions
1: of Nick Foles from third string to MVP. Well, I will tell you what, you know, we're talking about, and no, you know what, and rightfully so. Guess what? He came into the game. Okay, why didn't Dalton come in the game and do what Foles did? Why didn't Justin Fields come into the game and do what Foles did? They didn't. This kid came in in a dire straight situation up in seattle it's snowing and whatever and he took command and looked like a pro and handled like a pro for four quarters so kudos to nick Foles.
0: roger in chicago we're having a nick Foles celebration here on 720 wgn go ahead roger
3: yeah
1: ed and dan i want to take
3: the um the red zone question just a little further do they do playbooks these days, if not the Bears, other teams, have literally chapters on offenses designed within the red zone. Without a doubt. That they know are going to work or
1: should work. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely, Roger. Absolutely.
2: You know, the, the, that Denny's menu that you see Nagy with and other often, I, it's all because if you're in your minus, you know, th- 30, then you got to run these plays. And then when you get between the 30s, it's not, and then when you get inside the red zone, but you know what? All year long, it's almost like we go completely brain dead yeah. when we get. Across the opponent's 30. Last week we were in there six times, had zero points to show today in the first half. Our first drive was a punt. Then we get down in the red zone. Fourth and it's fourth and five. They run a three yard, a two yard out to Montgomery and he's tackled for, you know, essentially, you know, two yard gain. It's three yards short. Terrible play. That play. If, if you put that was put a joke. together, uh, OB, don't put that play in there. Okay.
1: Yeah. You know, here, Roger, quickly here, what, what they do when in certain situations in practice all week, once they get the game plan set, you go out there and you practice from your own 25, your own 42, whatever. And then, then you're in the enemy's territory. You're on their 45. You're on their 38. You're on their 36, whatever. Then you get into the red zone. And that is a whole nother practice. Basically, from the thirty, maybe the twenty-five yard line in, and that's when the teams really give the amount of time for the quarterback and everybody to work on the red zone because that is the key. You got to score in the red zone, okay? There's not a lot of sixty-yard, eighty-yard bombs, although they happen every week, but where it really happens in the red zone. And you really, when they really, and they practice, practice the heck out of it all week long the
2: smart ones do because think about this you when you're on the uh you know you're minus 20 the defense has got to defend 80 yards when you get down into the other 20 everything's compressed the window's smaller timing is crucial we never respected the amount of time we needed to devote to it and it shows Four times great in the red.
1: statement, z- Dan.
0: Four times in the red zone today for the Bears. They scored twice. Of course, the final one being the touchdown and the two point conversion. The Rosen Auto Group our friends and our sponsors of the Rosen Red Zone Report, and that was your red zone report from our guy and Scott.
2: Great in the red zone. Yeah, it's Rosen. The, the Rosen's Rosen. huge. Yep.
0: Scott Levy's <laughs> Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha. I'm Scott Levy,
1: amazing in the red See, the zone. He's a guy's a dear friend. I tell you, he does a hell
0: of a job. You have a lot of dear friends, Obie. Because you know why? You know why? Because you're quality at Obradovich, right, right, He's Danny? a hell of a guy. He's, he's our guy. All right. All
1: right, let's stop with the BS. We love Come you, on.
0: OB. We love you. Roger, thank you for the call. Joe, Dave, John, Tom, you're up next. Coming on back here. Kaz will be with us after the 7 o'clock news. If you're just joining us and you can't believe it, you're not alone. The Bears beat the Seahawks 25-24 in a thrilling Victory that Nick Foles went twenty four of thirty five for two hundred fifty yards in a game winning drive with a touchdown pass and Demir Bird with the two point conversion. Jimmy Graham catching the touchdown pass. Yes, Ob.
1: How about that, folks? Nick Foles hasn't been <laughs> on the field in four hundred and five days. Four hundred and five, and he came out today up in Seattle and got us a victory. Damn it! How great is that performance? Seven twenty WGN. He's quiet outside of
0: the
3: touchdown catch. Wilson is looking his way, and now has to spin, and Wilson is brought down. Robert Quinn, who has just been a sack machine, leads the NFC second in the NFL with 16 sacks entry today, and he's nearing the Chicago Bears' single-season record. It's a loss of 13.
0: Seventeen sacks now for Robert Quinn. He's a half of a sack shy of Richard Dentz, a single season record, which came in nineteen eighty-four. I think you were around for that one, Dan Hampton.
2: Yep, saw it. And uh what what is amazing is, you know, we had a lot a lot of leads and teams were having to throw and Quinn they we've been behind all year. It really is amazing what he's doing. Let's get Kaz in here.
0: Oh yes, our friend Glenn Kozlowski on the show. Kazi. How about that, Nick Foles, Glenn Kozlowski, buddy?
6: Well, it's awesome to see him uh, succeed. It's awesome to see the Bears win. And honestly, that play that we heard coming into the uh, from the break and from news was the play of the game because they missed the field goal that ultimately allowed the Bears for go- to go for two and win the game. So that was a big play, you know, knocking the the, the uh, Seahawks back 13 yards at that point. And then their kicker missed the the field goal. So, really, nice play. But my question is, why has Foles been on the sideline for so long? Um, Why has this Graham kid (laughs) been like the best corner we've had now? He was on the practice squad where Nagy said, oh, every week he approached it like he was starting. Well, why wasn't he playing earlier? And then even a Grant senior, right? Where where was this guy all year When when you see him late in the year where he's just making plays and everything else? So that still goes back to what we've always said. I love the victory. I love the aggressiveness of Matt Nagy and the defense stepped up and made plays, but ultimately it's a little, you know, much too late, and really, they missed out on a lot of quality players that we're now seeing that are getting no chance.
0: 312 981 7200. Don't call right now, though, because the lines are full here. Uh, Kazi, we can to take some calls with yeah, you, my brother. Do it. All right, Dave in Indiana, you've been waiting the longest, brother. You're up on 720
3: WGN. I first want to say Merry Christmas to Mark,
5: to OB, to uh, Hampo, and Kaz. I, I, I love the movie Shaggy D A. By the way, my question is: uh, when I look at uh, Nagy on the sideline, and he doesn't have the playbook covered in his microphone, and then all of a sudden he does—is he really talking to somebody up in the booth, or is it what Ob says? He's just up there in the in the camera. I. I I'm trying to figure
3: this guy out. I'm
0: trying to uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what shaggy d a is the movie. I'm looking it
6: up here and and I, he, he you know listen, he's calling the place right now, so yeah,
1: he is there's no question about doing, it.
6: So he's hiding he's hiding his uh voice because he's afraid that somebody will read his lips and then somehow know what they're gonna run. so
0: he should call the place. Look, you know you're gonna be out of here. Just put all your put all your cards on the old. Uh, do you think
6: of, he's out of here, guys? I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. You I look do. ahead here the next you know couple of weeks. Here they're going to beat the Giants. Um, you know, the, Minnesota after the loss today, they they've got a tough road ahead. Who knows? The Bears might reel off two more.
0: I'd say it's the chances are 0.0 that he's back. Myself, but... I
6: hope so. I hope so, but I'm just saying it. it you know, it, weird things have happened in the past.
0: Let's get uh, Tom in Libertyville. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Tom.
3: Yeah, thank you. I just want to make a quick comment about uh, Homer refs. Uh, I thought the worst non-call of pass interference was in yesterday's Cleveland-Green Bay game on uh, Cleveland's final drive. and It was so ridiculous we didn't call that pass interference, but today we had back-to-back in the next to the last drive of the Bears and... Uh, they want to take a picture uh, and, and give it to the refs at the ref school this winter about what pass interference looks like. And I, think, I think the one against Mooney, they actually grabbed his face mask, and uh, and they didn't call it either. You know, I don't I don't know what's going on.
2: And you're talking about the the next to last drive, cause that's where Mooney was in contact with the corner. And you know what? I've noticed this, cause. Last five minutes of the game, they're going to let them play. It's almost
6: like the NBA. You know, okay, get out of the way and let them decide it. Well, they don't want to make it them, you know, making the call. But when it's blatant, you've got to make the call. But, I, you know, listen, I see Holden. We see all kinds of stuff going on. The referees are almost afraid at times to make calls, and I, I don't know why, but it, it, it's only getting worse across the board. Listen, know? I mean, well it's so
2: hit and miss. Sometimes it looks like the officials want to be the main attraction. They want to be exactly. on the camera every play throwing something here and you could call an infraction almost every single play. But at some point I think they do back off, let the guys play.
0: I'm I'm all for every single fan walking in with a sign saying, "I came to watch the players play, not to watch you ref." Like, listen, if you have to call it, if it's if it's deserves to be called, call it. But the, even the even the uh, uh, the hit on Nick Foles, where they called uh, roughing, roughing the
6: pass. Th- that,
0: uh, that, that Justin that, Fields not getting that call all year long. It's it's been completely inconsistent. Inconsistent is a good way to put it. Let's go to uh hey Mark in chicago welcome to w g n go ahead
5: hey guys. I really enjoy the program, and uh, Thank you. just wanted to make a quick comment about um You know, Ed talking in the past about the Bears um, actually scoring in the third quarter and if that gave them the uh, momentum then to uh,
1: get through (laughs) the game and
5: pull it out. They did. I know, I know. Shocking. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, because usually they come out of halftime and no points in the third quarter and we're definitely in the catch up in
3: the fourth quarter then.
2: But you know what? I got to tell you, in my mind, in my mind, everybody. You know, is coached. But then there's certain places and times in a game where you just have to make a play or you want to make a play. I'm telling you, I think Nick Foles has the the, the pelts on the wall where I think he was operating outside of some of the play calls, some of the designed reads.
1: I agree, Danny.
2: Yes. And I think that's why we got a, 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 a touchdown in the third quarter. And by the way, I'm holding in my hand right here. The third quarter scoring stats. The LA Rams lead the NFL with 7.6 in the third quarter. We are 29th at 2.9 points per third quarter this season. Not very good.
0: Not, but give them credit. They got in today it's been it's not just this year by the way we've, we've underlined this on basically every show they've been doing it for last year was was an absolute Maggie's debacle
6: been the head coach It's been bad like this mark and here's the other thing to point out as well this was a perfect game. the weather everything set up well for the bears today um you know and snow in Seattle like that uh, it's kind of really it's it's rare, but it did happen and you know, with Montgomery running the ball like he did. I felt good about how the things were going for the Bears because it, it was a good setup for them.
0: 312 981 7200. Let's get uh, Antonio in here on 720 WGN. Go ahead, Antonio.
5: First of all, I want to say congratulations to the Bears on their win. Um, I wanted to know Nick Foles played terrific today. Absolutely terrific. But why? If he's sitting on the sidelines, especially as a third-string quarterback, and you have this Justin Steele kid as your starter, why isn't this Foles guy starter? You know, he's the best quarterback they had in so long, and he hasn't played, what, one, one game today, and he's already got his first win?
0: Antonio, an, he... Antonio, let me, let me ask you something. I'm going to get in trouble here. But did you watch Nick Foles play football for the Bears last season? It, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't good. It wasn't, wasn't good.
6: I mean, come on. Well, here's what Nick Foles does really well, guys. And Foles is one of those guys where you bring him off the bench in the middle of the season, he's going to go lights out. And he is spectacular if you track his career. In the fourth quarter, he just finds ways to win. And literally, that last play when they went for two, number one, I was proud of Matt Nagy for lining up and not taking a timeout or letting the defense get ready. The play wasn't a good play, but guess what? Our quarterback threw it high. The receiver went up and made a tremendous play and got his leg and knee down. So it was two great efforts, like Dan said. It wasn't necessarily the scheme. It was just a great effort.
1: And Antonio, I have a different take on this. All you have to do is look at the offensive line. From year to year, quarter to quarter, game to game. And that'll tell you, that that comes in big time with the quality of the quarterback's play. Hear what I just said? The quality of the quarterback's play are the five guys up front. You take these five guys that we have here and stick them in Green Bay or stick them in Tampa Bay, what the hell do you think would happen to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? So that comes into play big time, and I know what I'm talking about.
6: You're right, Ed, hundred percent. And so Nick isn't very good because he's not a great scrambler. If you can't keep him upright, he's in trouble. But he really does have a knack, right, Dan? I mean, we all he's got accuracy, he's, Glenn. He's, he's got, got accuracy. out how to win, right.
2: Well, I remember last year in Atlanta when they put him in and he made the, 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 series of plays that enabled us to beat the Falcons. And you know what? It's almost like from that point on, Matt Nagy said, okay, I'm going to make this new game plan. And it almost took Foles out of his element and almost, you know, put him in a position where he started having a lot of, uh, situations that he failed and then, the whole thing caved in on him.
0: He was phenomenal against the Falcons, and and you know, God, thinking about back to last year when Trubisky's out there, we're all screaming for him to be gone, and Nick Foles comes. Nick in.
1: Foles is the best quarterback we have on this team right now, period.
6: Yep, hundred yep, percent. Period.
0: A hey, quick timeout, Joe and Berwin, and you coming back. You're next. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Kaiser's with us till eight o'clock. That's when the show will end tonight. The Bears won their fifth win on the season. we got two games to go. Merry Christmas, everybody, on 720 WGN.
7: You know, when you get into um, any sport, any profession, you, you look at it and you say, you know, we all have to have a little dignity and pride into what we do. It's not easy when you lose. I mean, I, trust me, I've, I've been on a lot of football teams in my life, and there's not many that I've been on where you have a losing record. So, you know, even for me, learning how to – be on a team that has a losing record isn't easy.
0: Oh, look at that. Throw down the gauntlet. Did you listen to that? He's been on tons of football teams, and very very rarely on ones with losing records. Kaz, listen to this guy. Bring him back.
6: He, he is such... Uh, <laughs> what is he talking about? I mean, let's track his uh, history as a high school and college player, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't on a lot of winning teams. But he's
1: been on a ton. The last time I checked, a ton is 2,000. Most wins in their first four years as a Bears
0: head coach, George Hallis, 37. Then it's Mike Ditka and Lovie Smith with 33. And then this guy, Matt Nagy, 32. And he's got a chance to get to 34 if he could beat the Giants and the Vikings. And he
2: says, thank God for Detroit every night when he puts his head on the (laughs) pillow.
0: I'm just you. Y'all gonna miss Nagy when he's gone. Actually, none nobody. Not, really, yeah, uh,
1: we're gonna be missing you in about two minutes.
0: Ernie, I, I'm sorry, Ernie, hang in there. Joe and Burrow, and you've been waiting for over half an hour. Welcome, welcome, Joe. We'll get to Ernie in a second. What's up, brother? As I get threatened. Hey,
3: uh, good evening, guys. Uh, this question is for Ob, Kaz, and Hamp. Um, I agree with you guys, Maps, Sun, uh, Fields. Uh, I think the reason why he dropped is because I think uh, Fields is a slasher. And most people in the NFL, you have to be a pocket passer. And since he's got all this time that he's played, he's decreased because uh, of maybe the speed in the NFL. And play, they threw the coaches threw him into the uh, like the Sharks. And uh, the other questions I got for both Pamp and uh, it's in reference to which defensive players are the Bears going to keep? Uh, Hicks, Mack, Trayvon? And then also, if they had a choice uh, as far as coach and GM, who would they bring in?
0: All right, Joe. Listen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you.
2: All right, I'll I'll get started. Greg Roman, and the answer is two of your questions. Justin Fields has a skill set very similar to Lamar Jackson. Okay? Now, to me, I would find the guy that made Lamar Jackson into a force in the NFL. And You can say what you want. You like it. You don't like it. Whatever it is. That's what Justin Fields needs to emulate. Now, all that being said, the offensive coordinator is a guy named Greg Roman. Greg Roman was in San Francisco under Jim Harbaugh with Kaepernick. And remember that offense with all the traps and the and the leads and the and the uh counter trays and the loads. I mean, with our running backs, I mean I think Greg Roman would be hands down the guy you want, O B.
1: Well, for me to jump into the fray here, I'm going to think outside the box a little bit. I'm going to go with Jeff Brougham, the head coach at Purdue, and P.J. Fleck, the head coach at Minnesota. Let them come in here. Let them pick their their staffs and whatever they want to do. And let's get a fresh, new, vibrant look for the Chicago Bears. It's been too long, too, too long. All we are is a stalemate team from year to year. Let's get somebody again like Brougham or Fleck in here. Let's get some life into the Chicago Bears and let's get some new thoughts and think outside the box. That's what I think.
6: Yeah, I, I just, my hesitation and always is college football coaches rarely have success when they come and they transfer in as a head coach. They almost need to get seasoned a couple years as coordinators. But. Listen I understand I agree, all that i agree I agree with the idea of starting fresh. I would what i 'd like to see is you know what we, we threw this around a while ago. Trace Armstrong, just in charge of football operations and overseeing who is hired, and then we could go from there and you know there 's a lot of choices out there. You have the college choices. I, I like what he does up there uh, you know Fleck up in uh, Minnesota, his energy. I uh, just don't know how well that would translate with guys that are a little older than him and uh, are paid a heck of a lot more money than him.
1: Well, Correct. Glenn, you know, it, it, it,
6: it won't hurt. It, it can't hurt compared to what we've been seeing.
1: Yeah, it, uh, exactly. That's the point. It hasn't been too great the other way either. Look at how many coaches we've had. Green Bay's had two quarterbacks for what twenty some years, and we've had what close to thirty quarterbacks that can't hit a uh, come uh, water out of a boat. But that's
6: uh, but that's pardon? really on our GM, really. <laughs> I mean, we, we fell so miserably there that we don't identify quality players that have that longevity. And we just keep reaching and moving up, trying to take, you know, stabs in the dark instead of actually having a plan.
1: That's why I want and to think really, outside the box.
6: You win up front. Let's don't kid ourselves. At every level of football, if you have a strong offensive line and a strong defensive line – you have a great chance to win a Super Bowl. Great words.
0: Those are great words. Seven thirty. Let's get checking news. your Josh Johnson, by the way, who no one's ever heard of, won twenty-eight of forty for the Ravens today. Being coached by Greg Roman. Tyler Huntley looks like a, a viable, one cor- week, a one viable week quarterback. A preparation. Over. Yeah. So what, what's going on? I'm in mean, Baltimore lost today, but what they've. Uh, All the doing. most important thing is callers hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get you off the phone, Mark, Sue, Kevin, Ernie, yes, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred half hour to go Hampton OB and Kaz and even yours truly Carm Bears won 25 24 beat the Seahawks on 720 WGN
7: you know on those Saturday night meetings that we have sometimes I I, uh, I have something prepared and sometimes I I don't and I just kind of speak from my heart and last night it was one of those as we got going we had some guys talking after the, the game last week my my freshman son and I were driving home and we just talked about you know the the story that he's learned about um, no regrets and emptying your cup, and, he, and without dragging it out, it was a pretty cool story that he that he right now um, is doing as a as a young athlete.
1: Now he's bringing this kid into this.
0: I like it. We're getting like I'd rather hear that than him trying to mealy mouth what's going on with the team. Like, give me the final comments of Nagy on your I'm way out the door. I'm home
1: with my freshman kid. Yeah,
0: it's a nice one father son moment. No. Well, let's see
2: how see how a carlin
6: like father that's knows all. best,
0: guys. I I didn't have you up. What were you saying?
6: What? I, I, well, I said it's a, it's a wonderful story between he and his son, but it has nothing to do with winning football games in the NFL, and that's the point of it. He, he's just wasting our time by by sharing that because. Look, when you're five and ten, and you beat a team that was five and nine, I mean, I'm thrilled that we won. But this wasn't like we were playing um, the Titans or listen, the Indianapolis Colts, for that matter. Nobody wants to play them, even though they're you know they're sitting at the sixth seed or seventh seed or whatever they might be or fifth seed in the AFC. How about Carson Wentz? How did he get rejuvenated? Well, they have this really great head coach in Indianapolis.
1: that there you Wentz, go. The
6: guy that made him successful in Philadelphia. And look at what Wentz is doing this year for the uh, Colts. So it can be done with the right head coach. And that's the point, right? I mean, he's just not the right guy. He's, from my understanding, he's a wonderful guy. But he's, and he, you know, I, I, I hate that he has four sons and, and they have to go through what he's taken, the verbal abuse that he's taken all year. But that's a part of the job, having raised four sons myself. You know, you don't like seeing that, but that's not even a part of the story here, and I don't know why he felt compelled to share it.
0: Christmas night, he's being you. They 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 flew cross country. They had a night. They had a little meeting. He was speaking from the heart, and he had other. He, I I would love to know where he where he actually stands in that locker room. Like what is if you let's have a, let's have an anonymous poll, anonymous poll on that. You would be interesting to hear. Go to
3: the callers, Ernie
0: and Morton Grove, OB on
3: seven twenty. I want to thank you guys. You're more entertaining than the football game itself.
5: Thank I you, also sir. have a question: If all three quarterbacks are
1: healthy next week,
6: who do you
5: start?
1: Foles. That's an easy yeah. one. Foles.
6: You go with the hot hand right now, and he—you know—he won. Uh, and here's the other part to point out: the last couple of weeks, is, you know, we've been talking about no coach talks to Fields when he comes off. Right? The only buddy, the only one talking to him was Nick Foles. The last couple of weeks, he sat there with Phil, and he was going with the surface that they have, and going through things. So it's almost fitting that this guy goes out in his first start and wins. You know, yeah. Okay, you go with him. You I'm going to be
2: uh, I beg to differ. I think Justin Fields starts when he's healthy, and I'll tell you this: he learned a lot tonight because he saw how, as Ob likes to say, Foles performed outside the box. He saw the, the plays that were brought in, and instead of the checkdowns, he was going downfield. He was making
0: positive things happen, despite Nagy's play calls. Yeah, for me, it's a... You, you play the rookie. Nick Foles is not your future. Yeah. It's well, about next I
6: mean, year. For Nagy, though, he's going to go with trying to reel off two victories and hope that he, that's enough. For Nag- Let, let's just call it what it is. He's going to do all he can to win the last two games.
0: Right. And thanks for the call. For, for Nagy, though, he needs to show that he can develop a young quarterback to someone. He ain't going to be here that he's going to get another opportunity. But he, How it, many
1: years did he have with Trubisky?
0: Right, right, right. It's a. All huge, right. It's the hole in his resume.
1: How many times are you going to run into a brick
0: wall? Well, uh, you might as well run into a two but more times. The comments
2: point is exactly right. He's worried about his resume going forward. Who's going to hire him? He wants to have some wins. It, it,
1: we, we got a former yeah, ref. He, he wants wins. He Listen, wants wins. Period. Fields has got some bad habits already. Now, if you're going to play him and he's got a bad ankle, it's just going to worsen. It's just going to worsen the situation. So if he's not healthy, do not play the kid. I agree with I'll you. I'll bet you five bucks it's Justin Fields.
0: I, I agree with you if he's I hurt. should should not. Shouldn't play. I,
1: I
6: think Nagy's going to override it. and just, He's trying to win, guys. That's all. He's at the point of no return, and he's going to do all he can to win.
0: Kevin's a former referee calling WGN. What's up Kevin?
5: Hey gang. Um happy holidays to the best the best uh radio crew that that, that I know of in Chicago. Thank you sir. Um, Thanks Kevin. Yeah, you guys like the previous caller, I look forward to you guys um more so than the the game itself. So, um 23 years um as a US uh, certified uh, official. Um going back to a couple of um, statements or callers before, um, when I'm the head referee, what I do is I, I bring the team together and I tell them that you know the rules of the game, you know the laws of the game, and from from the beginning to the end, no matter what the score is, how close it is, how how tight it is, you do your job, and we are a team. If you have any question about anything that you saw or didn't see, then then what, call us together,
0: Kevin. What do you want us to know? Are you defending the what refs trying, or you against the refs? No, he's
6: saying that that's uh, what they should they should be making calls no matter what's happening at the end of the game. If it happens, they should throw the flag, right, Kevin? That's what you're saying.
5: Absolutely, if it happens. Or they should throw the flag, and then they should, they have so many officials out there, they should be able to get together as a team and decide, the the person that threw the flag, this is what I think I saw, or you don't throw the flag if you think you saw something. If you didn't see it, it didn't happen.
0: There you go. Okay. All right, Kevin. Right? Appreciate
6: it. 100%. And he's correct. But Those were good words, Kevin. Doesn't happen, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I I like the integrity of Kevin. I also listen. We all came to see the players play. Let's not make. Let's not make it. let make games longer. Let's not call things that don't need to be called. Let's move things along too. Sue in Vermont, welcome to WGN.
8: Merry Christmas, gentlemen.
1: Merry Christmas to you, Sue. I,
8: I am born and bred Chicago. Uh, my family were all fanatics. I've got a shrine to the '85 Bears in my house. Um, I've been living out here in New England for 25 years. I come in twice a season to go to a game with my brothers, my siblings, my friends. i got to tell you, at this point, after all this time, I feel so disrespected by the McCaskey family as a Chicago Bears fan. Um, These coaches, the bad choices in drafting. um, We're normal people. You know, you add up the ticket prices and the parking and you buy a couple of beers and we're out there in the rain and the gale force winds or the snow, whatever. I'm like, George McCaskey, these are the best fans in the world. And we feel so disrespected at this point. Last game I was at was the Cardinals. We're up in the 400 section in the rain. And I said to my brother, I'm like, why are we playing the new kid? Why are we letting him get all beat up? Save him for next year when we've got a new coaching staff. Nick Foles is on the bench making a lot of money. And they put him in tonight, and look what happens.
0: Sue, you're a hero, Sue. Love you in the rain at Soldier Field. (laughs) But
6: that's the call of the night. You're correct, Sue. The... the, uh... Bear fans are the greatest fans in the world, and you deserve better. And Ed has been preaching this for you know as long as I've, I've known Ed, he's been saying this on radio, right, Ed?
1: Absolutely. I mean, That's there's no there's no if after buts about it. Sue and people the, are the best.
0: Sue, period. Sue in the rain against the Cardinals. Turning to her brother, why is Justin Fields out there getting killed? Sue speaking for her. a lot of, a lot of Bears fans. Listen, I the, the other part of it though, like. I, Ticket prices and all that—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. But the the, the Bears—they're trying. They just don't know what to do. They're like they—they they literally they, are incompetent. It's—it's not, it's not that they hire, don't want to please the, please the
6: fans. They just don't know how to. Right? Mark—they hire incompetent general yeah. managers, and it's a disaster from there. And that has been the issue for you know since '88. Probably
1: uh, and and since well I tell you I go back they've had some some a couple of good ones one of them is uh, Jerry Venisi. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact right. Glenn next time we go I like to send you a thing <laughs> pretty much what what Jerry's thoughts were on the Bears but I'll tell you what this this situation is with the Bears for a, a, it's deplorable guys we're going nowhere if they don't make changes and Pace has to go is, he has to go. Okay, you cannot give away anymore. draft choices, number ones, twos, year after year after year on blunders and stupid trades.
6: Okay, uh, the way, uh, we're going to see Glennon, you know uh, Glennon, uh, next week for the Giants. That was his original horrific mistake, right? Dan, you were there with the guy when uh, they paid him a ton of money and then they drafted Trubisky. So.
2: They move up and and get Trubisky. It was a it was a farce. By the way, the McKeskys fundamentally disrespecting the fans because they are not doing the proper things, right as we speak, we're getting another dose of it. Nagy should have been terminated immediately after the game, so they are qualified to be able to start the interview process with whoever they got on their list.
1: Wait a minute, Dan. Let me jump in here. What Dan is talking about, the new rules in the NFL, at 6... Correct me when I'm wrong here, Danny. Tonight, at 6.15 which has obviously gone past. But at 6-15, the new rules are now with two weeks ago, you can fire and make changes with your coach.
2: Exactly. After the 15th game, now you are eligible to start bringing in candidates and not wait two more weeks when most of those guys will be in playoff preparations and they don't want to come in. You can do it now. Those or new or rules. do Zoom and all this. All I'm saying is it, There's a process. And if you do not engage in the process, you are failing the franchise. That's that's simple. Courage to move now, forward.
6: Dan, I will ask you one more thing, though, on that, because I, I was under the assumption that all they had to do was notify the head coach that he wasn't returning, and then that's they could true. go ahead and start interviewing. So they don't have to publicly announce it. They just have to let the head coach know he will no longer be coaching for that organization.
0: Technically, Cos, that is accurate. They could tell him, hey, you're going to coach the last two games but you're out. They could do it that way. It would be really awkward.
6: It kind of keeps it under wraps and you get a chance to interview who you want.
1: Well, I'd rather do it my way.
6: Yeah, well, of course, yeah. I I think Bear fans would gladly help you do it your way.
0: (laughs) Slow boat to China, the the OB way. There you go. they would
6: all be there helping him pack up. That's all.
1: That's it.
0: All right, Stick right there. One more segment. Tommy, Roosevelt, you We'll get to you. Bears beat the Seahawks twenty-five-twenty four. We've got two games to go in the call it the twenty twenty-one season. They're five and ten. It's seven twenty WGN. can make that catch our BBB Trusted Review, brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. He uh, used his body well there doing what Jimmy Graham does, at Dan Hampton. He's
2: made a, 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 a nice living, basically on the goal line, doing exactly that. And, you know, that was a great catch. The, the bird catch, in my mind, that was more critical and a better catch,
6: yeah. That was spectacular to get his leg, his one foot down, and his knee before he went out of bounds and then had the presence of mind to one-hand the ball away so they couldn't hit it out of his hands either. I mean, Bird, that was that was incredible. Uh, the question I'd ask, if I'm Seattle, anytime Graham's in there, they, they try and take that shot at least once. To me, it was like a no-brainer. He was one-on-one on the outside. That safety should have been there to help, but he wasn't.
0: And good read. I mean, I, I Bird, if you go back, I think he popped open early. I thought Foles missed him. He minute. was
6: open right away. Yep. I mean, he, he got to the back of the end zone, and they were still not in good positions to, to cover him.
3: Tommy in Chicago, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, talking about the two-point conversion, did you guys actually see Nico down in bounds? Yes. He did, yeah.
6: It was a great play.
3: Because uh, Fox didn't do a very good job of covering it afterwards. I don't know if they had, you know, there was well, no replay. There you know, was no uh, review.
6: There was. There no. was a replay, and they, they showed it quickly. But what happened is, you know, the, the Seahawks could have really pushed him out of out of bounds, but they weren't able to just because they were out of position. And that's why, you know, what Mark brought up, you know, he should have thrown it earlier. But... The kid got his foot down and his knee down, and then he extended his arm away. So it was a spectacular play by a guy,
0: Roosevelt. You're our last caller tonight, my friend. Get in there.
5: Yeah, uh, how you doing, guys? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Hey, uh, I want to talk about the games that the Bears lost in the last minute, the last drive. Uh, our quarterbacks got them to the, to the lead. We were in the lead. So who do you attribute the, the fault? Is that coaching? Uh, the fact that the guys were injured. Or lost assignments because let's face it, we we could have been sitting in a, on a seven and eight or eight and seven, if it wasn't for our defense at the last uh, minute or two. I, I distinctly remember two of them. I believe it was Baltimore and uh, who was the other one? Pittsburgh. We lost it. In, I believe there was another one, but I don't remember the third one, guys. I want to see what you guys. Think about that. I'll hang up and listen to you. The
0: Bears, who are they thought we were Roosevelt in my mind, but anybody want to make it a case? Uh... Well, and I made the
2: statement off the top of the show that the best performances of the defense the last year and a half have been the last two weeks when there's virtually nothing to play for. Akeem Hicks was the the the, the generator last week that really got everybody going, but these kids they got after it today. And, and think about this we we talked in the pregame that Russell Wilson was being a, a you know a prospective you know free agent acquisition and and Ryan Pace was thinking about giving up three number ones for him hey our defense made him look very very average pedestrian and he had no answers i think he had 156 yards or something it was nothing
1: hey roosevelt you know what this all falls on getting teams ready the coaches yep okay Here, the last, like Dan's saying, the last two games the defense showed up and whatever. Okay, where were they the prior week, the prior week, the prior week before that? Where's the offense have been? Why haven't we? We know what the problem is converting on third down. Why haven't we changed the, our modus operandi on on third down situations? Why don't we be different? Who is that all about? It's about coaching, and that's the damn problem with this team. And that's why Nagy and this entire staff has to go. They have never put this team. What, all 53 of these kids are the worst 53 kids on a football team? I don't think so. But I'll tell you what, who I think are lousy. We have lousy coaches, and I think we do have lousy coaches. Just look at it game after game, week after week. It's sickening. Get rid of Pace and get rid of Nagy and he's 25 assistants. Get him the hell out of this town. we got 30 seconds to go here. OB and I are going to continue
0: the show on the sidewalk if you want to come down to 303 Swacker. Hey,
6: here's what I'll say, Mark. The best example of coaching is when our 320-pound uh, interior lineman dropped into coverage against the Green Bay Packers and just missed the interception. That yeah. was
0: Nichols. Hey, yeah, uh, think about it. OB's last round, we're going to make that our game-changing moment. Brought to you by the Mueller family. The Mueller game-changing moment, sponsored by the
1: great Mueller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates. Kearney. By the way, Mike Muller talked to him for about 40 minutes the other day, and he said to say hello to everybody. Love you, Mike Muller. Yes, sir. Hoffman Estates, Gurney,
0: Highland Park, in and Maryville. Uh, and, hey, Hamp, your guy wants you to say goodbye to him. Tonight, he's going to do... Maybe perhaps tuck him in. He's back. He's our longtime sponsor. He's our friend. He's our nationwide agent. He's Jeff Vukovic. For all your auto home business needs, contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com. And remember, OB, go ahead for it, buddy. Nationwide. Is <coughs> on our side, it, on you our side. It, you it was perfect. Kazi, we'll see you next week, brother. You
6: got
0: it, guys. Take care, Glenn. Week. Everybody, thank thanks you. for listening. Happy thanks, New Year. Thanks for calling. Happy thank New Year. You. Healthy we'll, New Year. Eleven o'clock pre next week. Three o'clock post. San Martino, great job producing. Connor McKnight, thank you for your help. 720 WGM.